Welcome to The Brain Factor, hosted by myself, Joy Riddle, and Laura Hawley. We're a part of Meridian Behavioral Healthcare, where we believe that wellness is within everyone's reach. This podcast is a conversation about what research-based protective factors look like in real life. Our hope is that you'll walk away with something that you can use in your own life and have had some fun with us along the way. So let's get started. Thank you for joining us on The Brain Factor today. Today, we are going to talk about relationships at work on this episode, which is the one about the work family. Now, you may like work families or not like work families, but at the end of the day, there's all kinds of relationships at work. So I'm going to make a statement right now, and I don't really know if you're going to agree with me or not. So... Relationships at work are just as important as relationships at home or in your personal life, I should say. Okay. I think I think I agree with you. Mm-hmm. And 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 by I think I because I think it boils down to how are we defining important? Right. Yeah. So important in terms of like the impact on our life, right? Yeah. Does it cause us um, you know, can it change our mood? Can it change you know does it impact our stress levels our anxiety levels are they significant in our day-to-day versus important like the priority or the thing we're going to sacrifice for right so i think the definition of importance in that statement is it is where i either agree with you or disagree okay so what if i were to say research indicates that you can have increased um innovation increase productivity, reduce stress, and also increase job satisfaction when you have good relationships at work. Yeah. So that doesn't surprise me at all because we, you know, we, I know at least for me and most other human beings, right, we stay where we are valued, right? We stay where, um, and we're the, we're the best version of ourselves Mm -hmm. when we're valued and when we feel good and we're in spaces where, that is evident to us, you know, both both in observables and in how we feel being around certain people. So I think the significance and the impact of those relationships is so is so important. But there's also I would counter it that there's also um, a lot of research that supports mm-hmm. this idea that the work family using that term like, we're a yeah. family, right? Yeah, that there yes. was a lot of toxicity in that right. in that way of thinking. Well, I think if you were to bring over some of the, you know, the uh, holiday drama of your family <laughs> all getting together around Thanksgiving or something like that right. into the workplace, that would be extremely, extremely toxic. Yeah. And that would not not be good. Well, I think, too, it's it, it's I would argue it's beyond that. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's it's, so I see what you're saying. There's definitely that that um, idea of like family right that that suggests a lot of things to a lot of people Mm -hmm. you know i may have this like loving and wonderful supportive family and that connotation has all of these really positive things for me or i might have a family that's toxic and dysfunctional and has Mm -hmm. issues and so when i hear oh we're a family i'm like oh i'm (laughs) i got one of those thank you (laughs) so i think that's um that the, the word itself is problematic yeah. in the professional space. But for me, I think it really comes down to the expectations that come with being a family, yeah. right? 
So in, in our own families, there's an expectation of prioritizing relationships. There's an expectation of forgiveness or the attempt at forgiveness in yeah. us, right? When mistakes are made, um, you know, now dysfunction, total, total caveat and disclaimer, I know don't come at me, dysfunctional, toxicity, abuse, like all of those things are in a different category. Sometimes those can be relationship enders because of our boundaries, even with our family members. So I recognize that. Um, that's not what I'm referencing here. What I'm referencing here is like just the ups and downs of family relationships and how we can have conflict and the expectation is we're prioritizing those relationships and we value the longevity in those relationships and so we're going to work it out right um and uh when we have that same expectation in the workplace i might be making some different decisions right yeah yeah i'm definitely i'm going to be more flexible i think in my personal relationships um, because there are people that I actually went out of my way to build a relationship and choose to have them in my life, you know, in my free time when I'm doing what I want. But when I'm at work, maybe you're lucky and you find someone like that. I mean, we work, we used to work together and, you know, you were a great colleague and we started a podcast together that we're still doing, even though we don't work together anymore. Right, right. Yeah, but... If you don't feel valued and you don't feel supported at work, maybe by your supervisor or somewhere else, it's usually when you start looking to do something different. Absolutely. And so we're not going to do that same thing in a family. No, because I can't really walk away from... Right. Barring those extreme circumstances, we're we're not walking away from those relationships. And if and when we do, like I know I said I wasn't Mm going to visit those extreme circumstances, but I think it's still relevant, right? So like one of the things I keep coming down to in terms of that expectation of family, right, is like if if I do experience one of those situations Mm -hmm. where the appropriate mentally and emotionally healthy thing for me to do was to sever a relationship in my own life, right? That is, there's a sadness with that. There's a, it's a hole in your leg. It's a very big thing. It's a big thing, yeah. right? And that will impact you yeah. for your future relationships, yeah. for the rest of your life, for all of that, right? Mm-hmm. If I sever a professional relationship, I just get another one. I'm going to move on with my life. So, <laughs> <laughs> And some some more than others, right? Yeah. Like there, and, and again, this is all about like, am I severing it because of dysfunction or toxicity, mm-hmm. right? So like, you know, many, many years ago, I, I did have that situation where, where I had a, um, uh, an, a job environment where, and I was very young, where it was, we're a family and yeah. it was more about a cause than it was about a job, right? And I was on fire for it because I was super young and it was really toxic and I had to walk away from that, right? Yeah. Uh, I learned a lot. It taught me a lot about myself, about professional, the professional realm. Um, it bothered me for a little while. And then I moved on. Like, I'm not carrying around any baggage from that experience. Right. It was right. Uh, right. But if I had had the same experience with an actual family member, you're going to be a little gun shy for a while. It's, gonna, it's harder than a Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, and that's going to impact my future relationships. It's going to redefine how I see family. It's going to change things for me, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and I think what any time that we are putting that higher level expectation into the workplace, I think that's just a misfire, yeah, at best, mm-hmm. and toxic at worst, yeah, you know. There's there's also like 
expectations of how much we're going to give mm-hmm. that come with a family, right? And like, I absolutely love my job. Don't get me wrong. I love my job yeah. and I give a lot to my job and it's not a burden and it's not difficult. I'm very, very fortunate, right? Um, but also when I'm off work, I'm off work. And that's actually right. part of the beauty of my job is they don't expect that sort of 24-7 live and breathe, right? Mm-hmm. When we're there, we're all in. And then when we're not, we have lives. Right. Um, that's, a, that's a really, really important factor in yeah. work satisfaction. But when we are consistently receiving the message from above that we're a family, you don't clock out from your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't. So that's a thing, you know, but that I don't know that I like in the workplace. So, so you know, in a family, you're at home, your family can have a spouse, you can have a cousin, a brother or sister, kids, um, I don't know, a grandma, that type of thing. But some of the relationships that you might find at work are um, a mentor. So yeah. someone that can advise you and talk to you and kind of guide you and you know, help you and just be there for you and help you with your professional growth, then then you can have a sponsor, which differs from a mentor because they're not as involved maybe in your life, but they can help you get ahead in the company. I think a mentor has a little bit more of a friend kind of sure. connotation attached to it, but a sponsor is going to be just more professional, but it's someone who really wants to help you get ahead because they've identified something in you right? that they think that you can grow within the company. They might introduce you to their networks and provide you with opportunities um, for growth. Like a mentor to one of the other differences, and and stop me if I'm wrong, but no, like a sponsor is really like specific to that job in that company. And like a mentor might cross into that friendship realm a little bit more because I think that um, you don't have to be at the same company right and also it's it's good point mentors seem to care more about like your overall kind of career and your path and with a mentor you might have the conversation about where I see myself in five years and it might not be at that company yes that's right yeah or you know one day here's where I want to end up or a sponsor is like which position within the company do you yourself grow into and how can I help you get there right Um, so I think that's different. So now we, we've sort of switched, though, into talking from family to, like, friends. Because that's a thing, too, at work. Are we supposed yeah. to have friends? At, should we have friends at work? Should we not have friends? Well, I don't know. How do we define friends? Maybe that word is about. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I, there are work friends. There are personal friends. Oh, a lot of, like, work friends or acquaintances that I'm not going out on the boat with on the weekend. Yeah, that, that I'm not going to call at three o'clock in the morning because I don't know, like, you know, someone kicked my dog and I'm sad. Right, right. So where's that my level? Where, like, get your, get your shovel. We're going to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you have friends on that? Oh, don't forget on the challenge. Fair. Yeah, so yeah, definitely, you know, have to look at what friends are and what you want and just, I don't want to say be careful, but be cognizant about the fact that when you have friends at work and you allow them into your, you know, your world outside of work, things can cross over. So something that, you know, falls out um, at the lake when you're swimming that goes awry between you and your friend then carries into work. 
Yeah. Or vice versa. Something you're at odds at work and then that it's impacting your um, personal relationship. Yeah. But one of the one of the relationships that I really like in the workplace is someone that's an advocate. So, you know, I loosely use it as a relationship, but an advocate is like someone who helps others be heard. Yeah. And like just opens those pathways because everybody's not able to do that or doesn't have the voice yet to do that. And an advocate can help you with that. Yeah. I really do like that. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those work relationships that I think is so valuable and so important, Mm -hmm. but it is one of the ones that makes those lines a little bit um, less clear, right? Yeah. Because, you know, what we might all define friends differently and we might all have different things that we want out of friendships, right? Um, And different levels of friendship, even in our personal life. But um, we ultimately, we gravitate and we want to be around people and we want to build friendships with people that make us feel good and that have a value added and that lift us up Mm -hmm. and that um, give us opportunities and all of that. So when that's happening at work, that starts to look a whole lot like Bethdy's, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, What do you think about the concept of a work spouse? Work wife, work husband, work spouse. It it exists in in the workplace or something that's named. Yeah, it's probably (laughs) named named terribly. Right. Right. That it's just like a negative, toxic thing that people bring in is, oh, that's your work wife, but maybe that's really your mentor, right? Maybe that's an advocate for you. Yeah, yeah. So, what are power we applying? We're that? applying toxicity. <laughs> <laughs> There's that layer. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. I've always found that so cringy, but I, I, I don't even know why I find that cringy, yeah. but I do. Yeah. So. How do you, how can you go about building good relationships at work? Like, can you, you could be there for people when they need assistance. Like if you walk into my office and you're like, oh, Joy, can you help me work on this problem? And I work on this problem with you or whatever. I give you some guidance. And then the next time um, I have something, I come to you. So I can be helpful to you in that way. Um, I can be friendly to you. I can, you know, show that maybe, you know, hey, how was your day? You know, what's going on in your life and make you know that um, I'm interested. Yeah. Yeah. I have an interest in your career or our work relationship. Yeah. I think, you know, and and truly like when we worked together, you were always very good at that. Like you took the time to, and I think in in that situation, you were a, a supervisor and you were above me in the company. And I think when you're in those positions, like you modeled that really well. Well, like, you know. But that's a good day. Like just sort of be very good at learning the people mm-hmm. who uh, may be looking to you for that sort of thing, right? Mm. So like, oh, what what sort of behavior is this person exhibiting that is consistent with them being stressed out or then being overwhelmed. Really good point. You know, and then sort of adjusting and pivoting. Like, we still have a job to do. We still got to get some things done. Yeah. We don't always have to hit each other over the head with a brick to do that, right? So that builds relationships, you know? Mm -hmm. Which then begs the question, though, because does that then bleed and turn into friendships? It absolutely can, right? But, like, we, uh, I would venture to say we became friends after we worked together. Yeah. 
Probably more so. I think we were very good colleagues and worked great together and had an occasional lunch, but we were acquaintances. Right. Yeah. Right. So I think that's, um, and is there a right way, a wrong way? Like, I don't, I don't think so. I think what it comes down to is intentionality. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think what, okay, so, so if we clear away all the noise and all the laughter in the conversation, we just say, okay, what's the point of the conversation, right? The point of the conversation is that some of these, the value that we ascribe to these relationships and work can end up negatively affecting us. Yeah. So sometimes we find ourselves there and we didn't see it coming. Like all of a sudden we have this relationship that were that was easy to have when things were going good and that something yeah. was wrong professionally. Mm-hmm. We can't navigate it because this is my, now my friend and this is now my work wife or my work husband and this is now we're a family and now I'm the one that's wrong because I have to insert a boundary or I have to um, yeah. talk about a conflict, right? And I have to get what I need. Uh, or I have to walk away, right? So I think as long as we're going into those relationships, knowing that, like, I need to, I don't want to say be careful, but just be, like you said, be aware. Cognizant. Yeah. Not careful, but mm-hmm. cognizant, right? Like, be aware of what those relationships look like. Yeah. Work relationships are not the types of relationships where we want to think about boundaries later. We want to stop. Yes. So this happened to me. This happened a long time ago, early in my career in the past. Um, I had this uh, supervisor that I reported to. I was actually at the company before him. And let me say at the end of this, um, he, he's gone now. He passed away recently, but I'm always very dedicated and da-da-da-da. And he came in as the new CEO, and he was so instrumental in where I've gotten in my career. I, I think I owe everything to him because he just like identified me as someone that could do all these things and wherever there was a problem in the company, he put me there. Like I ran a, you know, I became the director of residential services. I was, you know, in charge of this, in charge of that. I became a CFO at that company through his leadership and mentoring and we did, but it bled into friendship. Things didn't always go perfectly and everything bled over to the other and this type of thing. And I eventually made the decision to leave that company because as much as I cared about him and appreciated everything that he did for me and remained friends with him, at some point I had to make a decision if I wanted to have him be my boss or be my friend because we could no longer manage both. Oh, that is such an interesting story yeah. that it just became too, it came all in. Too all in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because he became like family. Right. And he was still my supervisor and, you know, his personality was, you know, our, we clashed sometimes, but sure. we got along great, all these different things. And at the end of the day, I left that company and we, you know, stayed friends forever after that. It w- But it was hard. It was almost, it was like, Almost like a hard breakup, because right. it was like losing a family membership. Because now, you know, now we're not going to be together constantly, every day, all the time, having this shared experience. Yeah. So there's so much of great thing with this great person who helped me get everywhere I am today. Mm-hmm. Everything. Great mentor pushed me. You know how to push my buttons. He'd walk in and go. Yeah, I was thinking about asking you this, but I don't think you can do this. What do you think? And of course, he knew right away I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, well, I could do it 12 times better. 
because of you, Seki Jane really knew me well. And, you know, it just went where it went. Yeah, but that became that became the reason why you ended up it had to what became it became toxic Mm -hmm. right it just did as much as i want to deny that and how wonderful he was and how great a relationship was it became toxic i think that's a fantastic example because Mm -hmm. that was uh, like when you really look at it it was all good stuff yeah yet there was toxicity there still had to end because because it was just it was just too much it was too all in Mm -hmm. so yeah, I'm I'm in just such a a, a fortunate position right now that yeah. um, I I work with uh, a group um, of primarily women. Um, we work remote, so we're not at the office together all day. For me, that makes a difference, right? Yeah. Uh, because when we are together, it's like we're traveling all into one place and yeah. we're staying in a hotel and we're having a dinner. dinner. Yeah. So the, it, there is a social aspect mm-hmm. to it, and I would be close friends with any one of these women if I met them outside of work. Right, right, yeah. They are remarkable. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but there is that, there is that boundary there, right? right? There is that boundary there. And and some of it is out of respect for them, right? So like, um, you know, I, as an example, my um, my COO, I just adore her, right? I, I just get her, I get along with her, I appreciate her, I value her. But like I hesitate to call her socially or to because it's work, right? I don't want to put that burden on her, right? Right. Socialize when we can, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know. But it's like it, there has to be those lines sometimes mm-hmm. because of those again those expectations, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So I know that we're kind of we're kind of running out of time, but yeah, one thing that I want to ask you about, like your thoughts. And, okay, I'm and a little scared now. Social media. Oh, okay. Like that social connection with people we work with. That is a scary place to be. Um, So my opinion on that is I usually don't have people I work with on my social media channel. But I will say that with a caveat because um, sometimes like you might have been on my social media channel yes. before we worked together at um, Meridian and other places. Because I worked with your husband somewhere yeah. else prior, so we yeah. were already connected. Yeah, so yeah. That's problematic to you, right? It, or can be for people. Yeah, well, yeah, it wasn't problematic for no. us, and it wasn't. And, you know, fortunately for me, my social media is not that exciting. <laughs> I post travel pictures and pictures right. of my family. That's it, you know, yeah. that's it. But I, I think that, People should be cautioned when you're inviting work into your social media because I don't know, maybe you're a wild person or something and right. you know, you don't wanna give people things to talk about sure. that they don't need the to other talk thing about. Some things are your business, right? Yes. That was like yes. okay, if I'm if I have followed all the company policies and protocols right. and I have requested two mm-hmm. days off three weeks from now. Right. And, and I, and I have no conflicts at work and I have those earned PTO days and I'm taking off. Like, you don't just know what I was doing. Right. <laughs> now, me personally, I'd probably tell everybody anyway, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. But like, I think that depending on your personality type and your boundaries and what you're trying to get out of these relationships and give to these relationships, like, be aware of that. Mm-hmm. And I do think that sometimes people feel really awkward about it. Yeah. So I think also one of the takeaways is don't, it is perfectly acceptable to say, oh, I'm so sorry, I don't I don't have work folks yes, on my social on my social media. media. Like you don't yeah. have to feel guilty about declining a friend's invitation or something like yeah. that. Yeah. 
But uh, but I think no wrong answers, no right answers, except for the whole family thing, because Richo shows that. Um, but uh, I think navigating work relationships needs to be done with intentionality and boundaries. Yes, definitely. I agree. Well, thanks for joining us on this edition of The Brain Factor, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to The Brain Factor. Joy and I are so thrilled to be having these needed conversations. We'd love to hear your feedback on this episode, so if you could drop a comment or leave a review with your thoughts or any requests that you may have, it would be appreciated. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. Living a healthier and happier life starts with one step, and we're excited to be on this journey with you. Until next time.